This is the Hockey News Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Matt Larkin here with Ryan Kennedy and Ken Campbell from Enterprise Center in St. Louis. The All-Star Game is finished, the three-on-three tournament is complete. So let's reflect a little bit on the weekend. Uh, there was a lot going on, some highs, some lows. Uh, so Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Tell me your highlight of All-Star Weekend. Okay, well I know we're going both on and off the ice, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the food recommendation for you because I know you had a good one. Um, on the ice, I, I liked that there was a, a lot of young guys in this game, and they were the ones that really came to play. So, like, Thomas Hurdle, you know, it was fun watching him do his thing out there and, and have a lot of success. Leon Dreisaitl, obviously a, a great performance, you know, for Team Pacific, and, you know, he was really shooting the puck out there. I, I thought there was, it was good that the guys that haven't been here a lot were putting in the effort. We know that it's a dog-and-pony show, but it's still fun to have guys going for it. Off ice, I'm going to go with Start Bar. Uh, I'm going to say it's a top three arcade bar that I have been to. And because we went on a Thursday, the games were free. Uh, good DJ. Lots of great games. Matt, Steven, and I beat the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Uh, so all and, I, all. and I got killed by the computer in NFL Blitz. Like, it was like 80 nothing at halftime. Yeah. And they had really good pinball. So... Uh, Top marks for start bar. Excellent picks. And I agree about Thomas Hardell. I think it was kind of, um, it was a throwback to his four-goal game. And, you know, his, mm. his I thought he had two of the nicest goals of the day in the three-on-three tournament. Um, if I'm picking my own highlights, Pappy Smokehouse really delivered. So did Antonio Saverna for Toasted Ravioli. But the ribs at Pappy Smokehouse and the burnt ends were the, the surprise runaway hit. I loved, I loved the burnt ends. And on the ice, as I said in our previous podcast, the women's tournament, I think, I expected it was going to be a highlight, and it was because it had the actual passion and uh, speaking of passion or the lack thereof um, I want to hear your answer Kenny for what you enjoyed or didn't about the weekend I went for lunch at a place called Tomboy today for a sandwich and and a lobster bisque that was amazing Um, I, I agree with you Matt the women's for the second year in a row the women provided the highlight of the weekend which is great because they they they're passionate and they care about it but I think that says more about how terrible this whole thing is than it does about women's hockey. Right, on the NHL yeah, side, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we had, tonight, we had the equivalent of a 60-minute game. There were three 20-minute games, and there were 37 goals scored. Like, you got to care at some point. you got to care. And some guys did, as you pointed out, uh, Ryan. Uh, some guys really did care, but there's just too much of a no-hit, no-care, no-try uh, sort of aura around this whole thing so I guess my highlight is now because it's over the the empty seats am I being too much of a curmudgeon if I say that I guess I am so yeah don't at me (laughs) well I'm impressed that Ken understood that lingo wow I'm blown away at THN Ken Campbell you know what it is to me it it reminds me of a high school mentality um, of you know if you're if you try too hard you're not cool and I feel like that permeates the players during the game if you're if you're back checking too hard if you're trying to beat someone really hard than that it's like ooh, you really care ooh, and somebody's somebody's 
somebody's a nerd. Somebody's not going to have someone to sit with in the cafeteria. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, that that's the culture that's sort of taken over this event. And I'm usually the, the optimist when it comes to all-star stuff. I try to see the bright side, and I loved the John Scott year. But even I admit that there was a flatness this year. So I, I do think it's time to consider. You know, I think every, you know, say four or five years, you have to recycle or, or cycle out uh, um, the all-star format and try something new. So I want to hear some ideas for some new formats. I'm going to pitch the first one. It's a new three-on-three uh, orientation that includes one NHL current player, one NHL legend, and one female player. So I'm talking about a combo of, let's say, Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, and Marie-Philippe Poulain on one line, or, you know, Mike Medano and Jack Eichel and Hillary Knight on a line. I think that would be really exciting because you would be bringing in multiple different types of fan bases, the old-school fans who want to see the legends, the current fans, and, and more people who are more interested in the, the women's game as well. And I don't mean it uh, instead of the, the women's three-on-three tournament. I mean it in addition to. I think it would just be a fun event, and I think... If, if the if the current format is not really serious, it doesn't matter if you have people of different ages and, and genders on the ice at the same time because it's all in good fun anyway. So let's push it further. Do something really out there. I think it would be quite exciting. So that's my idea. That's a good one, Matt. That's a really good one. I like that. Um, I know that Gary Bettman said uh, yesterday that there's going to, going to be more of an international flavor to the All-Star Game next year in Florida. Uh, what that means, uh, I don't know. Uh, I know that they sort of bandied about the possibility of doing a mini World Cup sort of thing. Uh, they, they, they abandoned that. Um, but to me, you know, guys, uh, I mean, there were days when they had the Stanley Cup champions playing the All-Stars. They've had East versus West. I, I think what has to happen is there has to be an international sort of pride thing going here. And I, and, and I know it's not going to make guys run through the boards, but at least they might care a little bit more. Clearly, splitting a million dollars doesn't make them care. Uh, they each get about 90 grand, which is which a lot of people have pointed out, like, Guys make that in more than like more than that in one game, right. <laughs> you know. Um, and and I think there's a I think there's a bit of a of a, um, a pattern here. You see in the first game of both of the, of the first games, it's terrible and no one cares. And then as the second game ramps up and and you know you're like okay, well we're gonna win some money here. We you know it gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is unfixable. I. What bothers me, and and I'm sorry, don't at me again, but I'm sorry for going. I'm going for this. I'm going on this hobby horse, but like Gary Bettman says in his presser yesterday, that shutting down the the NHL for the Olympics for two weeks would be is is terribly disruptive. Well, half the league is off for five days before the Olympics. Half the league is off for five days after the Olympics. They shut down for five days to give us this stuff whatever it is i i just i i don't buy it i don't i don't think it's a problem every four years to shut down for two weeks i really don't and as long as they're not going to do that i am i'm not i'm not on board with this with this stuff and i and i don't i just don't think it's I, it doesn't fly with me. It just doesn't. It's fair, and I think it's telling that you know if a million dollars or ninety thousand dollars a player can't get people motivated, it's like, well, clearly, like five thousand dollar fines for cross checking aren't going to do a whole lot <laughs> right. either, right? That's one eighteenth of ninety thousand uh, dollars. Ryan, let's hear your suggestion. All right, so I actually have a sidebar suggestion. You know, when we, I just thought of this when it comes to the prize money and everything. What if? Before the games, every player has to throw in their favorite luxury watch 
And if you lose, <laughs> you lose that watch to the team that beat you, then you'd see guys trying. You would. That would be good. Yep. But my actual idea, and this is another just sort of fun, goofy one, is uh, you know, going back to the skills competition, I think we've got a pretty good mix of events, and we talked about this the other day, but it would be nice to see something different with goalies. And what I was thinking would be fun is what if we had a reverse shootout where the goalies get to take breakaways on skaters? I don't know if you... <laughs> Maybe or each other, even. Or each, or other. each other. Or each other. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Jacob Markstrom try to do a lacrosse move. I want to see Freddie Anderson try to do the Forsberg stamp move. I think that would be a lot of fun for the fans, for the goalies. You know, you put Shea Weber in net or Connor McDavid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to get hurt. The, the goalies aren't going to bowl into them or anything. I think that'd be fun, at least for one year, to see if, if and, that would fly. And you know what's funny is every goalie thinks he's amazing out. Yeah. If you talk to them, <laughs> right. they think they're all amazing out. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, We've seen aren't you in, aren't, weren't you put in goal as a kid because you sucked out? Like, But there's, always the, there's also the cliche when you're a kid, like the goalie's the best skater on the team. So that would be a good way right. to find out if it's Yeah, really my true. kid was a goalie. He wasn't the best skater on the team. <laughs> I wasn't a goalie, and I was the worst skater on the team 100% every single season. Nice. That's yeah. that's a, quite a badge of honor. <laughs> well, that's my cool story, bro, to finish it off from St. Louis. Hope you enjoyed the All-Star Weekend. Maybe you enjoyed, I don't know, the F-bombs. That was something to grab onto. Green Day putting on quite the show. Hope you found something fun, and we'll be back with a bunch of podcasts, a bunch of coverage when the NHL season resumes. I was just joking around. I hope everyone knows that. I was, uh, I was joking around. You were talking about that on the ice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hope everyone knows I was just joking around. Did you think it was kind of funny when he just started straight from the bench? Yeah, I mean, I guess I expected that. It probably would have been the same. Maybe just, uh, I mean, you played a pretty major role. You piled up a ton of points tonight. It's nice to, on this stage, kind of have a, have a big night. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously always nice. Uh, lots of great great players here, lots of players that, um, you know, can make you look good out there. So, um, yeah, we had fun, a uh, huge win for us. And, um, yeah, uh, it was uh, all in all a great event. Now you have to press the reset button and go up, you know, when it starts for real go up against your most heated rivals right away. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It's always fun fun games against them for sure. Um, you know, obviously uh, with whatever's going on there, uh, it's going to be a pretty uh, uh, pretty fun game to be a part of. A lot of the younger guys shine shine this weekend. What does that say about the uh, relatively young town basis? Yeah, I mean, you can see it every year. There's new kids coming in. They're they're unbelievable. They're uh, they're ready to play in the NHL. They're, they're ready to dominate in the NHL and um, um, yeah, it's fun to watch, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to be around and, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm old, I'm 24, but <laughs> these guys are, they're so good, so, um, yeah, it's fun. The, uh, people wonder how a nine or ten day break will affect the team. Just the fact that it's the game that it is, does that make a bit of a help for you guys? I mean, there's no Today? sleepwalk, no, the, the next game, I mean, Calgary, there's no, no sleepwalking into that game off of a long break. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely not, no, um, you know, I think it's, uh, Everyone knows the standings. Everyone knows where everyone's at. So it's going to be a heated game. It's going to be a, a, a yeah a, a, a game that's been um, you know obviously well long anticipated from a lot of people. So uh, it'll be fun to be a part of, and uh, it's nice to get right back into it. To kind of just when you're on the bench, kind of take it all in and realize where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, I mean. 
on the bench, I was just kind of no worried about how I'm gonna how I'm gonna do the next shift. But um, I think after, I think once I get back to Ottawa and once I get kind of back in the routine, they're probably realize how how kind of once in a lifetime opportunity this was to you know play here in St. Louis in front of you know, a lot of people we know. So um, yeah, I think it's gonna sink in once I get home. What do you think this meant has has meant for your family? We all saw the pictures 15 years ago of you guys sitting there with Big Wall and he's playing. Now you have some cool pictures, I'm guessing, from this weekend. Have you talked to your family throughout this about just what this means as they're watching you guys? Yeah, yeah. I've been able to go home a couple times with you know, some free time. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been great. So um, we're having a party at our house tonight. So um, I should finish it off with a bang for sure. Try maybe Matthew seemed to be trying to put on a show. He tried, I think, between leg shot three different times this weekend. He, yeah. You think about kind of getting into that or just leave that for him? I think he just tried stealing the show, but it's uh, no, it's all good. I mean, he's got the skill to do it, and, and you've seen a bunch of his highlight goals and highlight plays. He does stuff like that. So um, on a big stage like tonight, I definitely expected it, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave it leave it uh, for him to do, but um, let him have uh, have the spotlight. Uh, a fun little trio you guys had there tonight with the, the two Edmonton guys. What was that like? Well, I thought I was carrying them for most of the night, and then uh, um, they picked it up when uh, when we know. I'm just joking. I I I was happy. I mean, uh, this is what this event's all about. You get to play with guys you never never would, and uh, man, those two guys make things happen in a, in a hurry. So it was uh, it was uh, nice playing with them. But, I mean, you played so much against uh, Drysaddle. Uh, I'm doing a story on Drysaddle. Yeah. Um, like, what do you like? Why is he so dangerous out there as a, you know, as you being a defenseman? Well, I think everybody, uh, everybody sees his goals, right? His production, but he's an elite. Uh, his vision's elite. He can really pass the puck as well, and sees the ice really well. And I think both of them are are unbelievable uh, with their vision, and that's why they read off each other so well and play so well together. Oh, right on. Um, was Matthew trying to sneak on the ice with them? Because he did it a couple of times and <laughs> had that goal together. No, I, I was. Uh, it was probably just me being gassed and uh, not having any wind left, so I changed it earlier than them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. We had a, a good weekend, and uh, now we'll get back to reality uh, come come Tuesday, our first game back against the Blues, a tough opponent. So we'll be back to uh, get under each other's skin for sure. <laughs> right on.